Hi, thanks for tuning in. This is Druggist for the People. This podcast will contain my feelings and opinions and uh, stories from from my practice in pharmacy, but none of this should be taken as just hardcore fact. This is more about stimulating questions that you can then take to your pharmacist and your doctor and your healthcare team uh, to help you better understand and participate in your care. And once again, just a little reminder, if you're looking for medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, you won't find it here. You need to use your healthcare professional for that. Today, we're going to talk about what the pharmacist is supposed to be doing for you and how you might be interacting with that person. I know for myself in in practice, the one of the most satisfying things has been to talk with a, with a person who's starting or on a medication and help them understand on whatever level they they want to understand their medication. So if that goes to trying to understand on a molecular level what's going on or how it's working in your body to just understanding the basic intent of, you know, what the drug is supposed to be doing. Uh, that That's a really good thing. I don't know what my batting average would be. You know, like in the baseball, if you're successful one out of every three times, you know, when you're at the plate, you're going into the Hall of Fame. So uh, I don't know if I'm in the Counseling Hall of Fame, but uh, I do find it really satisfying when I when a person walks away and I think, okay, they've got a better understanding of what's going on and why they're doing this. So anyhow, that's what we're going to talk about uh, today. The the thing that's kind of interesting over the years that I've been practicing is that there were laws that needed to be put in place to mandate that a pharmacist offer counseling to a patient, which is, I can't, I think it's a little unfortunate because that's really an incredible opportunity for the pharmacist, but people were getting meds and were not even given an opportunity to understand what was going on. So anyway, I think that's, that's a, Incredible opportunity both for the person who's got the prescription in their hand and for the pharmacist who's dispensing that med. Uh, so what this is going to be about is just kind of getting you ready to have an interaction with the with the pharmacist or the physician. And I, I, I've seen so many times over the years where a person comes in and you're like, they wait in line at the pharmacy counter. They get there. Do you want counseling? Yes. And then there's... A lot of details about when you can take it. Do you take it with food? Do you drink a lot of water? Will it affect you when you drive the car? Drug-drug uh, interactions. And it can go on, and these are really important things. But the person kind of walks away with all those little pieces of those sheets of uh, drug information. And I don't feel like, oh, they they really are on top of this thing and they know what's going on. Uh, so the questions that maybe should come. It feels like sometimes it's like if you're, if the leaves are falling off the tree and just a little, you know, one at a time and you go to try and grab one, it's, it's, you miss. And sometimes that was, that's what it feels like for getting that question that you might want to ask at the pharmacy counter. And then on the drive home, all the leaves fall off the tree <laughs> and you get home and the yard's full of questions. And you just think, well, I wish I had a thought to ask this, or that, you know, how long do I take this? Do I take it forever? When does it start to have an effect? Things like that. And um, what what I want to do here is 
give, get you into a, into the question that's going to help you down that road, figuring out what what it is you're taking. Um, but before before you get there, there's one thing that has to be in place, and that is that you are an active participant in your own care. You're the main player in in your own care. So um, as long as you're uh, sticking with the baseball metaphor, stepping up to the plate, um, then this is this is going to help you a lot. I hope uh, the pharmacist is, you know, given really there's training for pharmacists about how to interact with a patient. And, but I wonder where is that training for the, for the patient to participate in this interaction? Like the pharmacist will be told to, you know, communicate verbally, communicate non-verbally, establish trust, listen, ask questions, show empathy and encouragement. You know, this, <laughs> uh, remain clinically objective. This all feels like if you just are respectful and care, these kind of things will come out. But anyway, this is kind of to help guide the pharmacist into let's get let's get talking and trying to help the person. And yet the person is expected to share in this decision-making process, not only with their physician, but with their pharmacist. And um, do they start this drug and how do they, you know, how do they take it and these kinds of things? So uh, to get the the person with the script in hand into the game and figuring out what's going on, there is one question, and I'm going to give it to you here. I, I think about some of the things that Einstein said in his lifetime, and one thing he talked about was getting the right question, question the proper question, and then everything else falls into place. And we've heard this before, and that's what I kind of feel like this will do for you. So when you're in the, in, the, in the physician's office or at the pharmacy counter, counter and if you're talking about medications or uh, uh, surgeries or other therapies, you know, interventions to help improve your situation, this is the question that you want to ask. And, it's, and it goes this way, what is the risk benefit? So it can be about that drug in particular. You know, the doc said, we, we want to start you on this med and it surprises you or maybe you expected it but to start down the road to understanding it simply ask what's the risk benefit of taking this and when you hear some of the things you're like that doesn't sound very good well then you have the discussion starts to open up and then another part of this risk benefit question is what's the risk benefit of not taking the meds and you know a lot of times that involves well Let's make some lifestyle changes. Let's change diet and exercise and sleep habits and stress reduction, things like that. So that question, again, um, it's like the yellow brick road. It leads you to where you want to go. What is the risk benefit? Now, when the physician lays out your pharmacological options, which are the drugs you might take, uh, I wonder if you would consider the cost of those medications a risk. And for some people, no. Some people, they will do whatever it costs, uh, however much money. And for a lot of people, it is a consideration. So every person is different in in who they are and how they live. So this relationship, this exchange, you know, between a physician and, and a patient, it is just always unique, but 
this this question of risk benefit is already been addressed. Um, the physician's not just uh, willy nilly, you know, deciding they want to prescribe this or that or uh, recommending surgery or some kind of therapy. It's based on risk benefit and best medical evidence that's that that science has uh, applied to this whole medication medicine process. So, uh, docs. You know, with all the training, there are roadmaps for the treatment of different conditions. And you can, whatever you have or you can think of, there is what, you know, what's this algorithm, which we hear about algorithms sometimes with uh, the internet. And so there's an algorithm for how people decide they're going to advertise to you specifically. So an algorithm is really kind of like this roadmap, this process that's followed. And they exist in medicine for all kinds of conditions. And so that helps the physician to treat you in a way that follows along a path of the best process for treating your condition where you maximize benefits and minimize risks. And sometimes more risks are taken on because, you know, there's more urgency needed. And I know depending on on the situation, it can be like, we've got to do something today or how about in six months, if you can't do better, bringing your blood, your sugar levels down or your blood pressure or both, that then we, we think about starting a medication. So it's, it's, there's this broad range of, of urgency that might be needed in making this decision. But the risk benefit, this won't be a new concept for your doc and your pharmacist. This, is, this has been thought about. So for you to ask is just getting on board with this thing. And I think it's worth noting that the risk-benefit question for you um, changes. Nothing, you know, everything changes constantly. So you might be on a medication for a year, for two years, and if there's some side effect that you simply can't tolerate anymore, or you don't feel like you're getting the benefit from the medication, you can you, you have these ongoing discussions about where you're at with it. Sometimes it involves dosing. Uh, and when you take dose and, and this kind of thing, but it, this risk benefit thing is not something that you just forget about. There is uh, quality of life that you need to think about, and so that involves that's obviously incorporated into your decision about what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. So, uh, risk benefit, quality of life, really important uh, considerations. I guess I should mention that the these algorithms I've talked about here briefly are they are it's not some kind of top secret thing. You can Google uh, whatever is being you're being treated for, and you know put the word algorithm in behind, and you'll find different options for what algorithm to look at. And there are different medic, medical groups, you know, like the American Diabetes Association will have one for diabetes, and others will have it might have a slightly different one. So you can look it up. Now it's. It's designed for medical professionals, for physicians and people in the field. So it's it's relative. You, you do get to see the map and some of the the uh, decision making processes that might go into determining what you are on and how you got there. Uh, but that is just a part of what physicians will use. There's 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 current literature that has to be assessed. And again, there's this best medical practice um, and we won't go into all that, but that's applied to it. 
And then I don't think you can, I think it's actually, I think it's really important to, to recognize that physicians, as they're practicing, develop their own anecdotal evidence for what's worked for their patients and what hasn't worked. And this, there's, there, I, I really believe there is an art to medicine. And so it's, it's utilizing all this scientific base and knowledge. And then there is some sometimes feel and having a, a sense of what is working and what's not working. So I, I have a lot of respect for physicians who do have and apply their, their own anecdotal uh, personal experience to what they're doing for their patients. And one more, and we're going to just stay on this algorithm just a little bit. When new drugs come out, what that drug manufacturer wants to do is establish enough evidence that their product is really effective, and ultimately, it would move up in the algorithm as, as, as you know, from being an option four to being option one or two in treating whatever it might be. Diabetes is a, a condition that um, there's some flux in that, and so when new drugs come out, there's, well, let's start this one a little earlier, and it depends on a lot of factors, but that's kind of in a general sense part of what the drug manufacturer would hope for uh you know is to demonstrate without question that their med improves the care improves the health of the patient and in doing that improves the the business outlook for that for that company so now you got the question it's just a matter of like feel comfortable asking it and just talk to your doc talk to your pharmacist and this doesn't mean that you're refusing to do what they do it just and it, it might be that you're challenging them a little bit but it might just it's, it really should be about let's get information if you're expected to have this shared decision making happening where the doc and pharmacist and all these people suggest something and then you determine if that's right for you so uh i hope that the benefits of listening to this podcast have far outweighed the risk <laughs> I do appreciate you listening. This has been and will be Druggist for the People.